his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. The owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. Mark Reardon. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. This is the Mark Reardon Show. Well, good afternoon on a uh, kind of a gloomy, chilly Monday afternoon as we get much, much closer to Christmas. So close that we have staff members that are dropping here, taking vacations and holiday time. Sue is going to be gone all this week, unfortunately. That puts me in a very crabby mood just because I don't like it when things are not the same. Fred's aware of that. That's why he's bracing himself for a... For an interesting week. How are you, Fred, this afternoon? I do want to kind of wrap up everything that happened on Friday night because we had a great time with Brian Kilmeade. As we left the show on Friday, we headed over to the MAC. That room looked tremendous. It was a huge crowd, 400 people, sold-out event. Kilmeade arrives. What do you get there, about 6.20 or something like that, 6.30? Walks into the room. I'm amazed. And he just never never stopped meeting and greeting and signing. I I think he's actually still doing it. We... (laughs) We left him around 11 o'clock. He had just finished seeing everyone and signing everything. Uh, He just went above and beyond. Well, we were told it was going to kind of be like that. And and certainly one of the questions I think we've had, and I think Mark Cox joked about this the other night, too, is when do you sleep? And I'll tell you, I don't even think I told you this yet. So on Saturday morning, um, I left, I don't know, maybe about 1030 or so. And I said, uh, I remember, I think Brian was kind of looking at me like, really, dude, you're leaving this early? Because I said, hey, I think you're going to be here all night. And he looks at his watch like, ah, it's only 1030. You should stay longer. He didn't say that, but I felt like that was the vibe. But um, I, I scooted along. And then I text him on Saturday morning and I thought, well, I'm just going to you know, send him a text and thank him. And I also retweeted some pictures on the Instagram and on, you know, Twitter. And instantly when I put something on my uh, on my stories on Instagram, he also shared that on Instagram. And he was he was sharing a bunch of pictures from St. Louis. But then he never answered my text, Fred, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> so but I bring it up because 1130 Saturday night, I get a response from Kill Me. He's got a text, which the thought that I had is, okay, when does he realistically sleep? You know, because that's 1230 on the East Coast. And he'd been right. going all day Friday. He flew back Saturday morning or midday. I don't even know when they came back. I think they and had then, something on Sunday to go to. Well, too. maybe that's it. Maybe he was still traveling because he went somewhere Sunday. I just thought, man, that guy. And, you know, he, he put the seat. It was very impressive. And I think we knew this about him. Fred, you've worked with him now for a while. But he, he talked about this in the work ethic because he um, – 
He feels like he's got to hustle each and every day because you don't know if it's going to go away, right? And he's got a lot of things going with the radio show, with the uh, the TV show, with One Nation on the weekend. But the radio, I guess it's really the effort with the radio to make sure that, and we joked about this just a little bit, look, you've got a new station or a new ownership or a new boss comes in, you see a syndicated show like Brian's, and maybe you think about taking it off the air. And I did share this story that I'd never shared publicly. You knew that I'd done that with Steve, though. I told him years ago. This goes back three years, our boss, Steve Moore. And I was frustrated on the KMOX side, you know, at the time. And I, I said to Steve, and I shared this with Brian in the crowd on Monday, and I said, or Friday night, I said, look, I said, take me off. And I was doing three to six, or two to six, two to five, whatever the hell it was for it. <laughs> I don't know it what was it was. two to five. Two to five. I said, I'm doing two to five. Take me off KMOX. Put me on nine to noon in the Kilmeade slot on 97.1. And if I'm not killing it after a year, fire me. And he said, you do that? I'm like, well, no, I don't really want to do that. But I, I needed a change. And thank God it didn't happen because Brian's still there. We have a great relationship with him. And he'll join us uh, hopefully again this week recapping his visit. But it was a real, real magical night. Now, I, I will say this, Fred, and I think that you would probably agree. I've been in this business for 40 years. And I, I can only remember a couple of different times where I've had that much of a reaction from listeners. Now, everyone was there not to see me or Annie or Mark. They were there to see Kill Me. But we had so many people that had their books signed, and then they took time to patiently wait to try to talk with one of us. I was trying to get to as many people as possible. It genuinely means so much for those of you who were there, because maybe this is weird. I'll just say it. Doing this for as long as I have, it's it's hard to envision specifically what your audience is. I'm just a guy that yaps on the radio, right? I've done it every day of my working life for God knows how long now. I started this when I was 15 years old. But the aspect of the listener and communicating one-on-one with the listener is unique when you get in the room with someone that says, oh, I listen all the time, or I really want to meet Sue, or where's Fred, or things like that. Then it becomes more tangible. And to me, it's always kind of weird to see that manifest itself, if that even makes sense. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of people asking, where's Sue? And Sue was there. Uh, but everybody wanted to see Sue and talk to Sue. So that was fun. I met uh, high school, someone I graduated from high school with, and I hadn't seen her for 40 really? years. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. So Pam Mullins. So that was really kind of fun to see. I had someone that came up who was um, had the same experience with the high school with Kevin Colleen. Did you meet that guy? Uh, yeah, yeah I did. He came up. And then this was unique, too. Uh, I have a neighbor down the street, Andrew, and his wife, Brittany. And, you know, sometimes you see people at events or out in public. or This happens a lot with um, to me with, with athletes who wear baseball hats. You see an athlete that you know you'd recognize him any time on the field or on TV, and then he's in a suit or something like that, and you're like, wait a second, it's out of context. So I saw a couple of people there on Friday night, and I'm like, wait a second, I think that's my neighbor from down the block, Andrew. <laughs> and and then I let it kind of sink in. Sure enough, it was. And I went up and I said hi to them. I had no idea that they were even listeners. The people that actually knew were people that moved down the block from me, and they walked their dogs. And I actually, I felt pretty good because I have this technique... <laughs> My other neighbors are listening right now, too, thinking, I'm so bad at names, Fred. I don't know about you, but somebody comes up and, you know, on the block, they'll introduce themselves, new neighbors, something like that. I started keeping notes in my phone and, right. like, little hints, like, that that guy's name is Andrew, and he's got this talk. So I had known, I had taken time to know Andrew's name because it was one of my goals from the past few years. And they were there, and I found out that his wife was really kind of the political uh, animal in the group too so now this is going to sound weird if andrew's listening but i kind of want to know his wife better now too not <laughs> yes. to sound too weird you know i kind of thought that i'd just be standing around in your wake the whole night but 
There were so well, many people that would come up to me and start talking to me, and that was really kind of cool. Yeah, it was it was really great. It, it was an awesome event. I have been on this radio station now, I think, for, what, 19 months, 18, 19 months. It was April of 2021, and we've done several things, uh, whether it's the you know the, the Helbig events that we've done, the Rock and Brews, the event out in St. Charles over the summer— and this audience is amazing. And, and we, the parades. Yeah the, yeah, the Veterans Parade. We can't do this without listeners. And let's be honest, the media climate is very, very, um, you know, fragmented at this point. So it means a lot to us, to Annie and to Mark and I and everybody else that we still have people out there that want to support the radio station. And if you missed it, just know next time you don't want to miss it because these are really fun events. And the other thing about that, the food was really good. It was. We, I ate we, my green beans. I did not. But we whipped <laughs> through it. There wasn't, you know, I think everything was very compelling where people weren't sitting around saying, hey, what's next? Because right. sometimes those events can drag on a little bit where we kept the pace up and I mean Kilmeade knocked it out of the park he's just really good he got up there and just did his thing and it was awesome and thanks to the MAC and thanks to uh, Bob and Christina Strait I sat with them at their table they were the sponsors we couldn't do it without them so thanks to the Straits for making that possible as well and I'm glad that everyone who showed up got a chance to to meet Brian and hopefully say hi to one of us as well but there you go it was a great event as we take you into um, closer to Christmas. All right, Fred, we're pretty locked and loaded here for today, so let me kind of roll this out for folks. Josh Crossauer, 97.1 Political Insider, senior political correspondent with Axios now, is going to join us. We'll talk about Kirsten Cinema, that defection from the Democrats. I want to get his thoughts. You know, I'm going to have a conversation tonight with Kevin Roberts, and this sort of piggybacks. Kevin is the new president. Well, <clears throat> he's the recent president of the Heritage Foundation. I think he took over in 2021. I don't know him. He's from Texas. Um, we've had, of course, Jeff Sessions in that position and others in the past as well. But Kevin's going to address the future of American conservatism. And one of the things that caught my attention with Kevin Roberts is he sent some information out in a tweet. Let's see if I can find it here, where Karl Rove and George Will were at an event about the future of conservatism in Washington. And his response was, and it was a little snarky on the part of Kevin Roberts. He said, look, these guys are kind of, I'll paraphrase a little bit, they're, they're the past. We're looking toward the future. So maybe we should listen to some other people. Now, some of those other people might be Senator Hawley, who wrote about where he thinks the Republican Party and conservatism might go in the coming years or where he hopes it would go in the Washington Post last week. So Kevin will weigh in on that. Um, Josh coming up here. I mentioned Laura Wolf, who is the Grateful Patient Coordinator at Cardinal Glennon and the um, Foundation. Uh, Sue is not here, but we have Fred's News, who will be you're, you're, oh, yeah. I'm you're, ready. You're ready for that. I'm so ready. We do have a do we have a bit of a rotating stable of people this week? Uh, yeah, it's going to be Fred, then Fred. <laughs> Then Fred, I'm, I'm back. Well, no, what everybody. I thought there was somebody. Oh, there are, Fred there are, but there's, over there, ladies it's and gentlemen. A, it's a work can, in progress. Can you confirm that producer emeritus Dave Klein is going to join us on Wednesday? He, he is trying to make Wednesday. Oh, work. trying. What? It's not like he's got a new baby in the house or anything like that, <laughs> or a more important job. All right, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Ron Scheller, my friend, the Batman, who um, his company is called the Bat Guy, and he does all this wildlife control. We became friends. Ron and I are going to go out and do a little beaver trapping here. I know that sounds dirty, but we are in the next couple of weeks, and he'll fill us in on that. Cusimano's with us. Uh, I mentioned Kevin Robertson. Matt Holliday, the new bench coach for the Cardinals, his years of work with um, the Cardinal Glennon Children's Foundation and Homers for Health. He'll join us, plus an audio cut of the day and a whole lot more. Did you watch, by the way, Fred, the, uh, the KUMU game? Oh, yeah, I did. Jeez. How depressing. It was very depressing. From, pretty much from the get-go, wasn't it? It was Unfortunately. awful. Unfortunately. Yeah, it was awful. And somebody, I got to see this because I'll talk to Cusimano about this a little bit. 
Um, I kept waiting for the comeback. Well, you know, there were a couple of times where the comeback looked like it was going to happen. It would but the fall lead, from 20 to 12 points. Right. It, yeah. it, 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 that's about as good as it right. was. It was like 20 and then maybe 12 or 14, and you thought they were going to have some sort of you know, run. KU was just too good. But this guy, Brendan Schaefer, I think he's a sports columnist out there, a reporter. I just, somebody shared this with me, and I thought it was good. Actually, I think it was Klein. said, I don't know if it's the worst part, but one of the aspects of this pathetic effort today that sticks with me is how it's going to set back fan interest again. You got them all to buy in for today, but they showed up or tuned in and saw a 2021 or 2022 Redux. Brutal. Which is exactly what happens. That That's sort of the, the experience that I had on that Tuesday night a couple of weeks ago when they played Wichita State. I was watching the game. They were doing very well. And then they started sucking. And I thought, oh, here we go again. It's the same thing as we've seen the past few years. And they came back and won that game. Now, look, KU is a very, very good program. It was not really in any kind of realistic expectation that Mizzou would win that game. But I thought that they had somewhat of a chance. Now, if they can somehow pick off Illinois, you go one for two in those big games during the Bragg and Rights game next Thursday here in St. Louis. I think that's still pretty good. You end up going, what, nine and one for the start yeah. of the season. So we'll see. That's not going to be easy either. I think Illinois lost over the weekend. 319, Josh Crossauer from Axios is coming up next. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Oh, we are getting closer to Christmas, and we got to segue in some Christmas music here. So we will start with Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, kind of sprinkle some in today, maybe go full bore next week. I'll be here next week, Monday, Tuesday, taking off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday into the holiday week. We'll be here all the week between Christmas and New Year, at least after Monday, which is the holiday. Uh, Josh Crosshour back with us, 97.1 Political Insider, senior political correspondent at Axios this afternoon. How are you, Mr. Crosshour? Great to hook up with you. Mark, good to be back on the show with you uh, right before the, the holidays. Right before the holidays. And we're going to talk a little baseball, as we always do, I think, here at the end of this conversation. But let's touch on some politics. Did you see – let me start with this. I'm going to talk to Kevin Roberts about this from Heritage a little later. I'm guessing you saw the op-ed by our Senator Josh Hawley last week in The Washington Post. I did. Uh, he, he's that has been part of a pattern in terms of 
where within the Republican Party Senator Hawley is positioning himself. Yeah. So what were your thoughts on that? I, I pushed back just a little bit. I'm not exactly sure everything that he's asking for. Um, he seemed to minimize. Look, I, I think that the reasons that the Republicans lost the, the midterms or at least didn't have as much success are um, many fold. Right. There's a variety of factors in there. But he seemed to discount the quality of the candidate factor and some other things altogether. What were your thoughts on what he was asking for? Because it seems like he wants to kind of start from scratch with the Republicans. Well, look, I I think there's a narrative that some folks on the populist right, you know, Kali sort of carved a little niche for himself in in supporting um, these populist national conservative like candidates. Blake Masters was one of the big candidates he championed uh, during the home stretch, and he lost pretty badly or he lost in a state that should have uh, voted for Republicans. Um, So, you know, I think there's a little bit of denial, frankly, taking place where there was a hope that this is a different type of Republican candidate who could win that would kind of follow the playbook that Josh Hawley described, uh, the new kind of Republican, the, you know, being, being tougher on business, uh, taking a more populist view on, on issues, leading with socially conservative stances. But that was tested in this in this election. Uh, I just wrote about the the scorecard of the Trump pack, the, 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 the biggest uh, candidates that Trump gave money to in Senate and, and governor's races. He was one in seven. And Mark, you know, if the Cardinals started out one and seven, you you know that that would be grounds for managerial firings, right, right? right? Exactly. And Holly, Holly's you know the record of these types of candidates uh, is, isn't living up to this this imaginary uh, universe, which a lot of these candidates or a lot of these senators in Holly's case have been advocating for. Well, and and I I agree with you, and I think look, he put his chips in on Vicky. That didn't go very well here in Missouri as well. But I guess I'm confused because it doesn't sound like what what he's calling for. He'll have a, a group or a coalition, if you will, of other Republicans that will jump on board and say, yeah, you're right on this. So I'm not exactly sure what the end game is for Senator Hawley. Obviously, some of this is about his future as well. Well, and look, they're, they're, it's, it's a little hard to describe. Like he, he led one of him. He was against McConnell's, uh, you know, majority leader every reelection. And we had a vote between him, between McConnell and Rick Scott and, and McConnell won handily. Right within the Republican Senate conference, uh, you had some of these candidates that Holly endorsed. We can go over the scorecard. They didn't do as well as other Republican candidates. Um, you know, you had the fee. I mean, I think Peter Thiel and, and Holly overlap in some important ways. And you know, Holly or excuse me, Thiel's candidates, JD Vance won in Ohio, but Masters lost in Arizona. And there was a Republican House candidate in Washington State running in a very Trump-friendly district who actually lost to a un- very uh, unknown Democrat in, in, in a big upset. So we've tested this. That, I mean, 2022 was sort of a important test run because it was a good year for Republicans overall. Republicans won the popular vote by about three points. But in these races where candidates who were trying the Hawley playbook, who were trying to, to do the things that Hawley has been calling for, and in most of those cases, they underperformed and, and, and lost key races. How significant is the Kirsten Cinema defection? Well, it's significant politically, both for the Senate map in 2024 and for her, you know, Arizona politics and, and that race coming up in a couple of years. But, you know, as far as the Senate majority goes to the Democrats, it doesn't change how much power Democrats have. She, she's always been a maverick. She always has been a thorn in leaders size. And just because she changed her party affiliation isn't going to change change things. And Democrats still maintain you know, majorities on the committees now with, 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 with a one-seat majority. They have the ability to utilize subpoena power, which they didn't have in the last Congress. So nothing functionally has really changed. She has a lot of leverage, though, over 
over Senator Schumer and over Democratic leaders because she could say, hey, you know, I'll, I'll become a Republican if you don't give me X, Y, and Z, and that could change things uh, significantly. So, you know, Cinema, we'll see what happens politically. She is almost daring, uh, daring her party to not support her. Because if, if, if they end up not supporting her in 2024 and go with another Democrat, that means the Democratic Party would be divided. And that could hand the, they could easily hand the, the Senate seat to a Republican. So she's really put the ball in the White House's court, see whether they're going to endorse her, and also Senator Schumer's court politically for 2024. Josh Crosshauer is with us from Axios. Where are you right now on the Kevin McCarthy uh, attempt to be House Speaker and how much of a challenge that will be? Obviously, he's got a challenger. Not everyone is on board. The conventional wisdom is, well, it's going to be Kevin McCarthy. Everyone will kind of coalesce, come on over. But how tricky will this get in January? It's going to be tricky. The the biggest benefit for McCarthy is that I don't see who else would want to be speaker. <laughs> you know, the, you have a bunch of Republicans who hate McCarthy, but when it comes to coming up with another name, Andy Biggs, I guess, is officially running in, in, in the race, and he ran, already ran against him within the party. But, uh, you know, there's, very, there's not going to be 218 votes for Andy Biggs, or I, I would have a hard time seeing anyone else other than maybe a Steve Scalise who, uh, you know, would have the same issues as McCarthy in terms of being in sure. the current current avenue so of leadership. So then, then what, what's the leverage then that the people who don't want McCarthy will actually be able to utilize in, you know, concessions, et cetera? How does that kind of work itself out? Well, they could cause, cause chaos. They could prevent McCarthy from getting uh, 218 votes on the floor, in, in, theory, in theory at least, if they, if they held together. Um, but ultimately, someone has to be speaker, so they could create. I mean, they could shoot themselves in the foot. They could, I mean, if, they, if there's no one that could get 218, and they continue to to draw out this process, it would create an image and a, a sense of the Republican Party being listless in, in, in chaos and not even able to choose choose a leader to, to represent the party. So, I mean, that would not be in their interests. It, it could indicate that Kevin McCarthy is a very weak leader. But if that if that's the goal, that that's not the same goal as trying to actually get things done and, and lead the House Republican. Uh, conference in, in, in an effective fashion. What have you thought about the Twitter files, Josh? <laughs> um, so, I mean, the biggest takeaway, you know, from all the little bits and pieces uh, I've read from Barry Weiss today and uh, Matt Taibbi and, and others, you know, look, I think the biggest takeaway, I think some, th- some things are more relevant than others, but the biggest takeaway that cuts through a lot of this, the, the, these tweets is that, look, the, the it was a partisan double standard um, that went beyond sim- simple no. speech. Or, 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 There's right? no way. And we could see that. Well, we could see. I mean, that was something that they denied. Uh, and, and, and you could see in these conversations, you could see how just typical right wing partisan people who were not, you know, were not engaging in any kind of hate speech. But they, they, they were just, you know, the notion. I think one of the more dangerous ideas that has come into vogue in the last few years is that, that anyone who has the wrong opinion. If you just say something incorrectly, then you need to be you know, punished for that or, or, or suppressed. And a lot of people have wrong opinions, right? Right? I mean, that, that, that's what free speech is all about, to debate, to discuss, to test your ideas in, 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 a, in a public forum. And this notion of misinformation, meaning things I don't like, right? You can see this in these conversations with Twitter bureaucrats, really. Uh, they, they ended up abusing the power. I, th- I think it's very important to eliminate hate speech and moderate hate speech, you know, racism, anti-Semitism, and so on. But they, there was a slippery slope that ended up becoming a mission for a lot of these Twitter bureaucrats to, to basically police speech in general. Any, any opinion I don't like or I think is not correct. 
And that led to uh, just a whole lot of chaos and a whole lot of problems where normal, you know, partisans were, were getting suppressed or shadow banned and having nothing to do with, 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 with the type of things that you would normally expect a, a platform to regulate. Yeah, and I guess it's <clears throat> I guess it's expected. Maybe it's ironic that the same people who are obviously taking advantage of some of the biases out there that were in existence at Twitter aren't even covering this story. The New York Times, The Washington Post, yeah. nothing to see here. There's not a lot here. I mean, I think there is, no matter where you're on politically, this is a story. And why does it take Barry Weiss, an ex-New York Times reporter, and Matt Taibbi, you guys have been reporting for years, to expose some of this stuff? And Michael Schellenberger as well has been looped in. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is a, <laughs> a mystery. Um, I have some ideas, but uh, look, I, 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 I think that um, it, it's embarrassing. I mean, look, I, I think there are a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of folks in, in, who work in, 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 in uh, you know, liberal professions that, that like the, 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 you know, banning and regulating misinformation. That was, you know, it, it, basically Twitter became something of a public utility, you know, and even though it was a private company, it, it developed itself it perpetuating yeah. bureaucracy where, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't designed to help the product, but it was designed to almost further these, you know, ideological ends that, that ended up getting out of control. And you can see that in all these leaked emails and conversations. So you know, you would think. I mean, this is a great story. No matter where, where you where you come from, the 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 wealth of information and the, the you know the reporting that's been done is, is pretty revelatory. And I, I would hope more more folks jump on the bandwagon and at least want to have an open mind to see what was going on in Twitter at the time. All right. So here we are, mid December, twenty twenty three is going to kind of click over. In just a couple of weeks, we know that um, Trump can be on Twitter if he wants to. DeSantis is out there doing his thing. There hasn't been a lot of back and forth. So is this presidential race going to stay pretty quiet through the first part of 2023? Oh, I, I think I, I think you'll see the first wave of candidates get in in the first quarter of 2023. I think you'll you'll hear Republicans who meet with their families, talk with their families over the holidays, make a final decision and then make an announcement at some point in early 2023. But, uh, you know, look, I, I don't think it's in a lot of Republicans' interest to jump in the, the ring with Donald Trump. Trump has sort of lost a lot of political altitude, even within his own party, just by being the, the one guy out there who just hasn't gotten a whole lot of attention, hasn't gotten a lot, a lot, a lot of play, and has had problems with these meetings with Kanye West and, 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 and white nationalists and anti-Semites and so forth. So, you know, I think, I think a lot of Republicans will be content to t- kind of let the political gravity assert itself and then get in when, when, when people start paying real attention to these campaigns. Josh Crossauer, 97.1 Political Insider, senior political correspondent at Axios, baseball expert and passionate fan. We, we were pretty happy with Wilson Contreras last week. Um, I think we need some more pitching, somebody to play catch with Wilson Contreras. How have your Nats done? Uh, nothing. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're in this weird phase, Mark, where – we're talking about having new ownership, but that the, the, the transaction hasn't been done yet. I mean, we haven't had the announcement. So it, I, it doesn't seem like the team wants to spend any money on free agents or making any, any new moves. It's just oh, going to be a rough, wow. rough Yeah, so if you're in that you're mode. Have a lot, yeah, yeah, it's a rebuilding mode. But it's, it's, it's rebuilding mode without trying to make the team for next year better. Yeah, that's unfortunate, especially for a franchise that has had success in the last you know, couple. Look at what the Phillies are doing right now, though, in the Mets. I know. I mean, you look at the Braves, too. I mean, they're not out of it either. And, and the Nats are, like, making rule five uh, selections. For, you know, this is back to, like, 2009 and 2010 when 
we spell the word natinals without the O on the uniform. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I forgot about that. Having a little bit of a having a little bit of a flashback. To oh, that that's right. Yeah. Well, um, that's a tough division. You're you're up against it anyway. But look, even even the Cardinals making some moves. You just kind of wonder if you can punch through the Dodgers, the Braves, the Padres, and and now the Phillies and the Mets as well. Josh, awesome having you on. You have a great holiday. Happy New Year, and we will talk. I'm pretty sure right into January 2023 as things heat up. And good luck with your Nationals. I appreciate. It. Thanks, Mark. All right, take care. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, We have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Well, Sue is off this week. She'll be back on uh, Monday of next week. But Frank, uh, Frank, 
Frank. <laughs> Called him Frank. Fred. I don't know why I had Frank Ladd on my mind. Fred is going to fill in. He's going to do Fred's news in the next hour. We do have some celebrity guest pinch hitting for Sue a little bit later in the week. Kusumano is going to join us in the next hour. Ron Scheller, the bat guy who um, has become a friend of mine, will tell some crazy wildlife stories. Kevin Roberts from the Heritage Foundation. And Matt Holliday, the new Cardinals bench coach. His years of working with Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital with Homers for Health. And on that front, it is Tree of Hope Week. And we're going to feature a lot of great stories. And I'm going to have some awesome auction items for you to bid on this week as we, along with our other Odyssey stations here in this building, once again, try to raise a bunch of money for some families and some kids that are in need. So stay tuned for some of the details on the um, the items that you can bid upon or actually just purchase. It's really not even an auction. I'm going to give you a price. I'm going to tell you what it is. Great package from Innsbruck, a golf and weekend stay coming up. Also a couple of whole hogs from the folks at Sugar Fire. Just a few things that I should mention here. But let's um, get a little flavor for what they do and the great work they do at SSM Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital. She's the Grateful Patient Coordinator. Laura Wolf is with me this afternoon at the Cardinal Glennon Foundation to talk about the Tree of Hope campaign. Laura, how are you? I am fantastic. Thanks, Mark, for having me on. This is awesome. Grateful Patient Coordinator. That, that's a unique title, right? Yes, it is. There's only one of me. Thank <laughs> God. Well, and you say, you know, one of the things that I know that you said uh, that as one person, I cannot change the world, but I can change the world of one person, right? And that's part of what you yes. do there. It is. Yeah. I really have this like crazy, awesome job and privilege of interfacing with the staff and the families at Glennon every day and listening to them and gathering, you know, what goes on inside the walls at Glennon and kind of digesting that and giving that back to our fundraisers um, to communicate to people. Yeah, it's, so, it's, um, it's a privilege. How like, Explain your connection. You started, you were a nurse many years ago, but you obviously you have a very personal connection to this whole experience because of your son Jude, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I came here to Cardinal Glennon in 1990 as a nurse. So I had graduated and always wanted to work with kids. And I spent 20 years at Glennon as a nurse in pediatric oncology. So taking care of kids with cancer and blood disorders. And, you know, when I started, I didn't have any kids of my own. And went on to have three and uh, Jude is my youngest and he's my Glennon kid. So, you know, it's weird when you work here, I don't care what you do um, as your role, you kind of hope you have some kind of immunity to never needing the hospital, so to speak. So, um, but that wasn't the case. I needed this place, uh, Jude, when he was almost two was diagnosed with cancer. And so what had been, my work life became very much my mom life and um, he was treated here and he's actually a three-time survivor. So we were originally diagnosed, I know, right? Um, Originally diagnosed just before he turned two and then he had uh, two recurrences throughout his life. And um, I'm blessed to say that he just turned 15 last week and um, he's a high school freshman and thriving and amazing. And it's all thanks 
to Colonel Clinton. Well, that that is awesome. And, you know, just one of many success stories. And I want you to kind of, Laura, paint the picture for my audience on how important this campaign is from the standpoint of this money that, that is being raised. Some of the, the resources, I've, I've talked a lot about the uh, the music therapy program. I'm a big music person. I was obviously yeah, there for Carter yeah. 101. I got to go over there. You guys invited awesome. me, and I got to see a lot of the things that happened in the ER and elsewhere. But the, the, the money that is raised by this campaign is really put to use directly for some things that, that aren't budgeted for otherwise, right? For sure. Absolutely. I mean, the, the money for the Tree of Hope campaign goes to our children's fund, which is used for the greatest needs of the hospital. And what those needs are fluctuate, obviously, at any given time. But, you know, it can go from anything to much-needed upgrades to the facility, um, equipment upgrades, starting new programs that are needed, expanding new programs. Um, You mentioned music therapy. You know, when I first started here um, as a nurse years ago, that didn't exist. That wasn't underneath um, our umbrella in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, it's part of our child life program. And I, I know Jude definitely benefited from that. You know, he benefited from the teachers at our school, which, again, wasn't even a program when I started here. Um, you know, what what my needs were as a parent, what Jude's needs were, it, that's going to fluctuate for every parent, every child who walks through these doors. But people did it for me, right? Um, donors that gave to Cardinal Glennon since its inception gave to support things that I needed as a parent here when I had our journey and that Jude needed, Um, you know, and like I said, for us, it was very different. You know, uh, we have research nurses that, oh my gosh, you know, had they not been part of the oncology program here at Glennon, I don't know that we would have had the access that we had to the latest, greatest trials that were available for him. Um, The floor that we spent so much time on during our admissions was, really in need of a renovation and an overhaul. And and we stayed on the unit when it was the old unit back when he was first diagnosed. And his last recurrence of cancer was as he was older. And I can't, I mean, I can't even put a price tag on what the renovated unit did for us in our experience going through cancer a third time as a family. And, you know, there's just so, so many things. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 so many things are not reimbursable by insurance or they, their services and programs that are provided for families that don't make money, so to say, for the hospital. So those types of things don't come from operational dollars. They have to come from donor dollars. And our experience would have been just, I, I can't even express how different our experience would have been without some of these things, you know, without palliative care, without child life, without you know, the therapy dog, without the school teachers, um, you know, without the research nurses, without, you know, caregivers who have ability to go to conferences and, and bring back information and, and share that, you know, and make families experiences better. I mean, there's just no end to what these dollars do. And um, I can speak firsthand as both a nurse and a mom about how different things would be for families and their experience. You know, it's like you can't do anything about the hand that you're dealt, right? But you can certainly 
transform that experience and what that looks like for a family. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Laura Wolf, I appreciate you coming on here, hopefully inspiring some people. Grateful patient coordinator at the Cardinal Glennon Foundation. If you go to Glennon.org, you can find out more. You just go right there to the front page, give hope, and you can find out how to help and make a donation online for the Tree of Hope campaign. Laura, thank you so much. We're going to have a lot of success this year as usual. I hope so. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank you, Laura. And a couple of different ways you can help here. All you have to do is text the word HOPE to 2357. And what will that do for you? Well, it gets you a link. So all you do is text that word to 2357. They'll send you a link, and then you can make a donation that way. I do, however, have an item for you. We're going to have some great items. I got some stuff from Sugar Fire this week. My friends at Innsbruck have put this together. This is a weekend stay at Innsbruck, which is phenomenal. 18 holes of golf, lunch at the clubhouse for four people. So it's a weekend stay with golf um, and lunch at the clubhouse for $1,500. If you make that donation, you're going to walk away with that. And by the way, I'll play with you or, or second option, you can pay more than $1,500 and then I don't have to play with you. So we can kind of negotiate on that. I'm kind of half joking, but look, Innsbruck's amazing. If you've never been out there, this would be a great opportunity to get out there, stay with the family for the weekend, uh, see some of the lakes and the trails and the golf course, $1,500 to raise money for SSM Health, Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital. The number is 314-241-9797, 314-241-9797. Abby, you'll be taking your calls and it's really not a, a bid. It's if you want it, you call Abby, you tell her that you want it. We're going to get you a link for all the information, and you'll be set up at Innsbruck. We have several packages. Uh, for any of you out there who might be business owners, if you want to donate something that we can kind of put on the line, you can do that as well. But again, for everybody else, go to 971talk.com backslash Cardinal Glennon or text the word HOPE to 2357. We'll take some, um, hopefully, some calls right here at 241-9797 on the package for golf, lunch, a weekend stay at Innsbruck, innsbruck.com. Check it out right now. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.